Hey, welcome back to the Americhicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left, agree or disagree. Let's have a conversation. Be sure and check out my website, americhicks.com, and sign up for my emails. I'll keep you apprised of all upcoming guest topics and important events. And I am the Americhicks on Facebook and Twitter as well, offering a conservatarian perspective and have on the line a couple of really great guest chicks uh, Kim Gilmartin with Ascent Classical Academies and Mary Jo Tinland, who is a mom who was hoping she was going to get her child into Ascent Classical Academy up at Flatirons in the Boulder Valley, Valley School District. It didn't look, it doesn't look like it may happen. Hey, Kim Gilmartin, uh, we had you on right before this vote was going to be taken. I know you were at that school board meeting late into the, well, early into the next morning. What happened? Well, <laughs> it wasn't good, I'll tell you that. Um, a little background, you know, we applied for the charter the charter there, um, which is our third classical charter school that we would have opened, two very successful charter schools, one in Jefferson County and one in Douglas County. We applied in um, August of last year, and the, um, the Boulder School Board just voted to deny to even review our application, saying that it was incomplete, which it was not. Again, this is our third third application, you know, third school we're going to open. So we appealed to the State Board of Education, and in November, the State Board ruled in our favor and remanded it back to Boulder to review, especially since there are no classical schools in Boulder, and they haven't proved a charter in over 10 years, and we have over 400 families representing 650 students who really want this, this school. So uh, from that date where they remanded it back up until the date of the vote, the organizers of Ascent worked very hard, very hard with Boulder to, to give them what they needed. We answered over 40 questions from our board back and forth, and these were questions that required long you know, pages of answers. Anything that they didn't feel was covered or clear to them in the application, in the 500-page application, we worked on that. We had two study sessions with them. We had uh, sit-down meetings with the District Accountability Committee. We gave, I personally gave tours to six of the seven board members um, at to our a tour at our flagship school, which is Golden View Classical Academy. And so we were very open and proactive in making sure that we addressed all of their concerns. Then on January 8th, their superintendent, Rob Anderson, he's new, he uh, publicly posted a recommendation to approve our charter with some conditions, which we thought were fair. Um, we worked through those. The recommendation that he had put, that he had given was publicly posted on their board docs. And so we and our families were working toward that in good faith. And as far as we knew, and as far as all of our families knew, this was what he was going to recommend and wanted to work with us. But about five days before the vote, as I told you on the show last time, all hell broke loose. Um, the NAACP of Boulder came out against us after they had never spoken to us before. They came out against us on their Facebook page and social media. The LGBTQ group out Boulder came out against us on their Facebook page with over 5,000 followers. They all said that we were going to discriminate against LGBT youth, uh, children of color, any minority children, children with learning disabilities, that we were a thinly veiled Christian organization who was going to indoctrinate children in Christianity. They said that our school didn't fit in Boulder, we didn't fit their values. And then the night before the vote, the teachers' union actually emailed the superintendent and the board um, 
imploring them to deny our charter school. And it just felt very, very organized. And uh, in those five days leading up to the vote, they had hundreds of letters coming in from the community, from their community, demanding that they deny our charter. You know, I had Stephen Kessler on yesterday, and we were talking about the uh, agenda of the progressive left. And he said it's not so much that we want to lift people up, that the, but, but they want to make sure that they take away, that there isn't that opportunity. And so this is really what I see happening. Mary Jo Tinlin, you are a mom who really was excited about getting your child into a classical education. And you were not the only one. There were like, what, over 650 families that wanted this. And I just have, it's, I have to scratch my head. It's like, wait a minute. You're, so the, the Boulder Valley School District is taking away this option, is taking away this choice. It seems like we want to expand option and choices instead of limiting them. What, what is your read on this whole thing, Mary Jo? Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's so frustrating, especially last week happened to be school choice week, and then they denied our school choice in Boulder Valley, which is so frustrating for all of these hundreds of families that are looking forward to this option specifically. I mean, I, you know, I I I'm personally uh, have a, a, a stake in this as well because I would send at least one of our children to the school. And, you know, it, it just it's really sad to be denied the choice simply because I think they just didn't take the time to understand truly what this what this kind of education is about. And it's like, because it's different, we must get rid of it. Uh, and it, it just, it's so strange to have to, you know, to have to, I guess, deal with that as a, as a parent when we know, we've seen this. There's over, I think there's at least 20 schools like this across the country who have never had a discrimination claim. They've never had, you know, anything like what was being projected upon this school, uh, you know, is, is this future of what would happen, they say, which is no proof yet at all, nothing at Golden View, nothing at Douglas County. I mean, none of these other two schools, um, they were saying, you know, we, we recognize that there needs to be a, a classical school, but maybe a group of parents can do this. But then, you know, like what Kim just described, hundreds of pages of an application is not something that a parent group would be able to do. This is a very organized and, and well-run, you know, um, system. That, that the academy has going on, and, and so you know, it, it just is so clear to me that there was no way they were going to say yes after you know after these big organizations came out against it. And it's exactly what you were just talking about: the, the progressive left taking away our choice because they just they've judged it before they even look at it, which is the definition of prejudice. Right? Well, really, and and it's so frustrating, you know, and and when we talk about, I mean. Education, I think, should be the the freedom of ideas and um, to be able to kind of kick the tires on things, talk about different things. Instead, I'm seeing a real indoctrination of uh, of specific agendas, a a specific um, a specific religion, if you will, uh, that they are are basically saying that this is this particular religion. Uh, this is a particular belief system, and we don't want to let families have other choices on being able to kick the tires on a broad range of ideas, which I think that is really what it, a classical liberal education of what you ladies are talking about is, uh, is I think, the, the model for ascent classical academies. Uh, Kim, your comment? Yes, you're right, Kim. And, you know, we, we, 
we simply, we don't want this to be about politics. We simply want to provide a wonderful education for parents who are looking for something a little different than you're going to find in a typical neighborhood district-run school. I mean, our school down in uh, Douglas County, at St. Hospital Academy of Douglas County, the school pledge that the children say every morning after they say the Pledge of Allegiance is, I will learn the truth. I will do the good, I will love the beautiful. And that's what a classical education is all about. We are going back to the basics, teaching these children how to read great literature, teaching them grammar, um, teaching them vocabulary, teaching them the how to interact with adults and other human beings. And they're, they're writing, they're learning cursive, and they're learning a, a Singapore map. Well, you know, as we look at the education of our children, Kim Gilmartin and Mary Jo Tinlin, uh, I, I, I'm the product of a public education, but I would say it was very close to classical liberal education. Okay. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm, it's such a head scratcher to me that, you know, where we've moved in education, and of course, we had Aaron Johnson on in this last segment where there had been a Douglas County school teacher that had actually gone after a student on on uh, social media and cyber bullied him, if you will. And uh, and I, I kind of felt that these kinds of things might be going on. I mean, there's so many great teachers, I got to say that. But there's there is an agenda underlying with a lot of different school boards. And I think, again, the veil came off with uh, Douglas County or excuse me, with the um, Boulder Valley School District. Mary Jo, just last thought is, is there any chance that there's going to be a, an Ascent Classical Academy up in Boulder Valley School District? Well, I, you know, I, I certainly hope so, because there are so many people that want this. Once they start to learn about it, I mean, the, the number of prism uh, intent has exploded since this began, began because people realized, oh, my gosh, this is the quality kind of education that I want for my child. I want to teach them how to think. I don't want, to, I don't want them to be, you know, and I guess, you know, just programmed is, is a, a better word, I think. And so just to have that option of teaching children, like she said, beauty and truth. I mean, what, what parent wouldn't want that for their child? It's not teaching them anything except how to think and how. To, how to learn and how to have character in the world, and we need more kids like that. We need more of those, not less. It's just so disappointing to, to have this option potentially evaporating in front of our eyes. Oh, it breaks my heart. So, Mary Jo Tinlin, thank you so much. We're going to go to break. Um, I'll get Kim Gilmartin back on the line here. And we've got a mom, Brandy Hawkins, that has children in the Ascent Classical Classical Academy in Douglas County. So we just want to find out what you know what that education is like. And then uh, we'll ask Kim. I'm hoping that there's some kind of a, an appeal that you guys can do. So, Mary Jo, thank you so much. We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back talking about this very important issue, which is the education of our children. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're talking about the education of our children and uh, how Boulder Valley School District had stood in the way of options for families. There is a great option down in Douglas County. And so we'll be talking with Kim Gilmartin and Brandy Hawkins about that. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChicks. I'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the AmeriChicks with Kim Munson, where we dissect issues as right versus wrong instead of right versus left. Agree or disagree, we must have these conversations. Be sure and check out my website, AmeriChicks.com. That's where where I am on Facebook and Twitter as well. And Steve, is it Monday or is it Thursday? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh. 
We're having a few phone challenges this morning. I know that uh, it's keeping your blood pressure going this morning, Steve. Yeah, just what I need, yes. Yes, for sure. So, But let's jump back in here. We lost Kim Gilmartin, but we've got her back. She is with Ascent Classical Academies. And then we have also on the line with us Brandy Hawkins. Uh, she is a, a mom of students down at Ascent Classical Academy in Douglas County. So, Kim, let's jump to you. Let's finish up the thought on Boulder Valley. Uh, you guys were denied. Uh, you had, what, over 650 families that say, hey, we want our kids in this school. And so what's going to happen? I mean, is there any chance that you're going to get that school down uh, up there in Boulder? Well, we did. We, we have filed an appeal. And it's already been filed, and we are going to be heard on Valentine's Day, February 14th. So uh, that that is the date. We don't have the time yet, but it will be heard down at the state capitol, or sorry, at the um, Board of Education building downtown Denver. Um, We're working hard. You know, we've got, we still have all of our parents very interested, over 400 families representing 650 students. Um, we, we, We... are trying to work with Boulder Valley to see if there's any kind of an agreement that we can come together on before that. But otherwise, you know, we are, we're moving forward. We're, we're going to stand strong. The parents want it. And we actually, there were literally parents standing up getting public comments that night in support in tears, wanting this school so much, begging this school board to approve it. And um, I, I wanted to say one other thing, which is that, uh, as I told you, the superintendent did recommend to approve with some conditions. The night, the, the, the day of the vote, actually when we walked in there and the meeting started, that's when we found out that he had changed his recommendation. So there, there was no uh, no knowledge of this. Um, there was his, his publicly stated resolution was still on the board docs. There was nothing there that would have given us warning, parents' warning. There were no resolutions that were posted. Uh, ahead of ahead of time on the board docs, it should have been, so that's a, a policy violation right there. So the whole thing was just really a terrible. Um, we were blindsided, you know. right? And after they made you jump through all these these hoops, and you did this all in good faith, and uh, so that's really yeah. frustrating. Kim, stay on the line with us. We have Brandy Hawkins on the line. Brandy, uh, you're a mom, and you have kids in Ascent Classical Academy I down. Have kids in. Golden View. Oh, your Golden View. Okay, uh, yes. Golden View is um, the very first of the uh, basically the kind of the ascent classical family. Uh, I I've met a number of students from Golden View. I'm number of parents, and they are just giddy and so excited with the education their kids are getting. Uh, sounds like you may be the same. Tell us about it. I am. Um, I have five children. Four of them are currently now at Golden View. So I've got seventh, fifth third and kindergarten bless you <laughs> and then a two-year-old um oh, good for you got to be with those teachers when my kid my two-year-old gets in there <laughs> um it'll be interesting um yeah we are beyond excited beyond pleased with the results that golden view has given um you know we've got i got five kids each one is special each one is different um you know we've got it's so crazy. Same bucket of water, and, you, and they're all different. You know, no kid is the, yeah. the same as the other one. I know. We have two that, um, one that was on an IEP for speech. I was concerned he might have uh, sensory issues at the preschools we were going to. They were convinced he had sensory issues. So when we had the test at Golden View, and it wasn't me who brought it to their attention. They actually came to me. 
um, and said, you know, we need Caleb to be evaluated for speech therapy. And I said, okay, well, what about sensory? They, they, were, they were flabbergasted. There, there's no sensory. We don't see any sensory issues in him. And I was like, okay, well, can you just test him, please? So they did. And I, because of the classical model system, the school system, there's no distractions. There's no electronics. It's teacher-led. They don't sit in pods. In your traditional public school, they sit in pods mm-hmm. with an iPad in front of them, or their teacher has an iPad, or they're looking at an electronic um, smart board. Well, so you know, for a kid with sensory issues, that's—I mean, that's a—that's a—that's a recipe for disaster. So it never—it never, it never uh, manifests itself at Golden View. Well, I, I bet as a as a mom, you just that has to do your heart good. And you know, I remember back when I was it was a long time ago. I'm not going to tell you how long ago it was, but but uh, you know, we sat in desks, we learned cursive, we went through and learned all of our multiplication, you know, our addition and subtraction. You've got to have these basics. Um, if in fact you're going to be able to to I think function in the world, I know that there's there's such a reliance on electronics. However, if the electricity goes out, I'm concerned that a lot of kids are not going to be able to know what to do. So, Kim Gilmartin addressed that how important this classical education of not sitting kids in pods in with a, an electronic device in front of them. I mean, there's plenty of that anyway. That doesn't need to happen at school. And uh, I, I think that there's. I think there's real value in learning your multiplication tables and learning cursive so that you're able to communicate um, your thoughts. Yes, that's you exactly know, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go please. ahead, Brandy. Oh, no, I, I didn't know you had Kim on there. Good morning, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Um, yes, you know, it's, it is. It's, there's so much electronics at home. I mean, my, my kids wake up. I even wake up. First thing I do, check my smartphone. You know, my, when we get home, the first thing they want to do is get on their tablets. You know, it's, they're constantly bombarded with electronics at home and in the environment, talking with friends, texting with friends, um, playing video games. They're constantly bombarded. They need a break. And yes, parents, as a parent, I do set regulations and limits on what they can do and when they can do this, but there's still it's that constant temptation, and school allows that temptation. Right. And Kim, Golden Butte does not. And Kim, I'm convinced that this model is so good for kids. The results that, that children have uh, with this um, classical model has been terrific. And you know what, Kim, it may not be for everybody. You know, I, I get that. But at least let parents have the options, right? That's what this whole conversation is about, is letting families have options. So uh, your final thought on that, uh, Kim. Actually, Brandy, let's yep. have you do your final thought, and then Kim, we'll have you wrap it up. Okay, well, you know, about Golden View and just listening to them talking about Boulder and listening, I listened to the public comments as much as I could. I'm surprised they didn't hear me yelling at some of the comments from... From afar. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, at, at Golden View, every kid is unique. Every kid is taken as this is, you know, this is, this is Johnny. Johnny, he may... I mean, my son has somebody who has come out and told a couple kids that he is gay. We have a couple of other kids that feel more comfortable wearing the boys' uniform on Wednesday, and they're allowed to do that, but they aren't seen as that. 
they aren't seen as, oh, that's that kid that dresses like that. They're seen as, hey, that's that kid who's a great artist. That's that kid who does amazing in Latin. Oh, yeah, that kid is my friend. They're not seen as their label. They're seen as their strengths. Wow. Okay. Each parent, each teacher sees the strengths in each child. They are not labeled by their race, by their gender, by their orientation, by their religion. They are seen as a child who is special not only to a parent, but also to the school. So they're seen as an individual instead of part of a group. That is awesome. Okay, Brandy Hawkins, thank you so much. Kim Gilmartin, Ascent Classical Academies, your final thought. Well, Brandy summed it up pretty well. Um, we That is exactly how we treat students. That is exactly what our culture is all about. Respect, moderation, courage, friendship. We teach those things. This school and these schools are for parents that want something a little different than you're going to find everywhere in most district schools. This is about choice. We don't want to take anyone else's choice away. We just want to give parents this choice. So we just ask that if you're listening to this and you're concerned, check out our website, uh, flatirons.ascentclassical.org. You can get in touch with us that way. We continue to need support from the community, and I can tell you ways to help if you reach out to me. Okay. Well, Kim Gilmartin, thank you so much. Brandy Hawkins, thank you so much. The education of our children is a responsibility uh, for each of us. We have a responsibility to pass on something good to each of these kids, and we need to make sure that a great education is one of those. And uh, so thank you for your good work on that, ladies. Okay, uh, so into the show here, I uh, wanted to talk just a little bit about Frederick Douglass. Uh, Most of you all know he was an escaped slave who became a prominent activist, author, and public speaker. Uh, He was a a consultant to many presidents. He became a leader in the abolitionist movement, uh, which sought to end the, the practice of slavery before and during the Civil War. And after that conflict and the Emancipation Proclamation of 1862, he continued to push for equality and human rights until his death in 1895. And I thought this was a very important quote as we think about education. It is easier to build strong children than to repair broken men. And we have a responsibility in education to do that. So, my friends, today, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, Communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. This is Kim Munson with the AmeriChick signing off. God bless you, and God bless America. And I don't want no one to cry, but tell